This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. The Eno Saris Show is sponsored by Fieldwork Brewing Company. With eight taproom locations in Northern California, Fieldwork brings you fresh craft beer direct from the source. Fieldwork will also ship beer direct to your door if you live in California. Visit fieldworkbrewing.com. The great Eno Saris is with us here, our national baseball columnist from The Athletic. And the great thing about you, Eno Saris, not only is you're a uh, beer connoisseur and really a master of the brew. By the way, are you switching your beers yet? <laughs> I've got a couple cold IPAs in the fridge. I'm I'm true to my word. I like it. I like it. Is, you know, a lot of guys that you bring on, and we respect everybody that we bring on, and you ask the, the normal questions. You are out there, like, trying to find the truth. You're like an investigator. You're like the, <laughs> you're like the Columbo for Look It Up, kids. <laughs> it's an old-school reference for an old detective. You're like a detective, a private eye out there. And if I'm hearing correctly, because we've been saying, asking you, I mean, how, what do we expect these umpires to do? We expect them to be like CSI and go out there with all the different things to find out for the sticky stuff. So you may have actually found a way for umpires to truly check players to see if there is any sticky stuff that should be illegal. Yeah, you know, I, I just really don't like how objective that is. You know, you're, you're, you can see it in their eyes sometimes. I think it's unfair to the umpires. You can see it when they're massaging the hair or where they're touching the hands. They are sitting there wondering, what is too sticky? <laughs> you know, like, this yeah. is slightly sticky. I don't know, you know. Uh, and so I've been looking for an objective test. And thanks, thanks to uh, two people in my life, a reader uh, sent an, a, a thing saying that he'd worked with industrial tackiness tests. And so I actually went online and found this and talked to an expert in them. And there are actually like machines that apply a loop and then they pull the loop off and they measure the force. You could have baseball say, hey, six pounds per square inch is too much. That means it's too sticky. You could have them stick their finger in the machine, you know, in the dugout. You know, it's only $5,000 a machine sticking. It's like a three-foot machine. That's nothing. Oh, it's like a three-foot machine. It'd be in the dugout. I mean, it's a little crazy. Put you know, seeds. I, you put seeds and bubble gum on top right of on it. Top Let's of go. It. <laughs> okay, over to the machine, dude. But one, <laughs> one, one thing that I, that I thought of was, like, people could still be clean for the machine. You know what I mean? Like you know, clean at the time of the machine and then, you know, not clean afterwards. So uh, another uh, uh, reader and friend and A's fan, uh, if you've been at the park, you've seen her, Dr. Meredith Wills. Yes. Um, she's she's often at the park. She's on your show. Um, and she's, uh, uh, she's developed this idea that um, gravity becomes the force, right? And gravity is the same in Denver as it is in San Diego. It's not very different. 
And so gravity is the force. And what you all have to decide is how much weight you want to put on the, the, the pitcher's fingers and let gravity pull it off. So we came up with this idea of something like a leather leather covered, because it has to be leather like the ball, a leather covered wiffle ball or just a light ball, like an underweight ball. They make these balls that are of different weights. So get an underweight ball, stick it to the pitcher's hands. And if it falls, they're clear. And if it stays stuck, they're banged out of the game. And that's an objective test. And you could even you could even give pitchers the light ball so they could test themselves in the dugout. So everybody could know this if this ball stays stuck to your hand, you are out of the game. It's an objective test. It would take seconds. And you couldn't be clean for the machine because he could walk up to you on the mound and be like, hey, time for the ball test. I absolutely love like even if I'm using so simple. even if I'm using spider tech, I know how much I can use, right? I've never used right. spider tech <laughs> before, but I know X amount of spider because what you said there is brilliant. The one thing that doesn't change when we're in cold weather, humid weather, windy weather, non-windy weather, elevation, desert, Wet, sea level, hot, cold. Gravity doesn't change on Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the one thing that doesn't change. Whatever goes up will come down. Yeah. And if you put a ball on their hands and it comes off, then we all just look at you and go, you're out 10 games. No, no if it stays. If it I mean, stays. If, yeah, but if it drops, it's. Then you're good. Then you're, you're good. good. If, if it stays, stays if you're it stays, out 10 games. Yeah, you're out. Yeah, because. That's simple. And, and I like the idea of giving them the, the tester, you know, so the, so the pitcher can be like. I don't want to get banged. Like no pitcher wants to get banged. They no pitcher wants to do a ten like, lose ten days pay. You know what I mean? So you give them balls in the dugout, and they can be like, "All right, you know, am I too sticky? No, I'm ready to go." You know. And what it, what it does too for a pitcher, and I'm just thinking about for myself is, okay, you're not making me go out there naked anymore. We've all admitted that these balls are like cue balls now. Even right. the, even the players so have some level of stickiness is right, okay. Yeah, like like even the players have said, you know what? On these cold nights earlier in the year, late in the year, and these guys are throwing a hundred miles an hour and they have no feeling. I don't like that as a hitter. I want them mm-hmm. to have some type of control over the baseball. So instead of just saying you can't have any stickiness because we allow once again we allow Not hitters awesome. we allow hitters to use pine chart. We're just saying there's a degree of the stickiness you can't have because then there's a big advantage. We want you to have a little bit so you can have some control. Don't go overboard. Here, a, here's how we're going to test you. As an example, if you take a regular ball, just a regular baseball, and you have spider tack on your hands, it won't fall off your hands. <laughs> spider tack, <laughs> like a regular ball, will stay affixed to your hand yeah. due to spider tack. So. Um, you know, there is some news too. People say, why don't they just have a pre-tack ball? I, I have I have two responses to that. One is if there is a performance benefit, and there is to 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 adding more stick to your fingers, if there is a performance benefit, people will still do the spider tack even if you give them a sticky ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if there's still if there's a benefit beyond, they'll still do it. You know, like you, you, you it won't just stop because you give them a sticky ball. And the other thing is, uh, they've been testing the sticky ball in Double A. Yes, offense is way down, and pitches have tons of ride. There's this one pitcher, Andrew Abbott, who pitches for the Reds, and he has a good strikeout rate, like 10, 10 strikeouts per nine, that sort of deal. He went to Double A, got the tacky ball, and had twenty strikeouts per nine innings. <laughs> His pitch added like four inches of ride. His fastball added like four inches of ride when he got the tacky ball. So. Uh, I, 
that the tacky ball is still they're still working on it my test they could develop in an off season and have ready for next year and it wouldn't cost them five thousand dollars per machine you know you know meredith's test that that would cost them whatever it costs to make a bunch of light balls well dr meredith came by and saw us at the treehouse and for all the fans out there we'll be in the treehouse tomorrow for happy hour all the great deals prizes come see us at the treehouse you'll love it the drink specials come on doesn't get any better she brought one of those balls one of those double a balls and just to tell you how sticky they are you know when 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 your fingers touch something sticky and you take your fingers off. You hear that sound, right? Uh-huh. Right? Because the skin makes the sound when it stick, sticks to something, whether it be like a lollipop or whatever's really sticky, yeah. tape, and you go, I could yeah. hear my fingers coming off. That's how sticky this double A so ball maybe is. Maybe that one was a little too sticky. Maybe they have to reduce the well, stickiness on that. <laughs> at least we're looking at it, right? We're saying, right. hey, pitchers, you don't have to put anything on your fingers we're just going to put it on the ball but what we're starting to see is and as you said that the data is showing that now pitchers are getting way too dominant yeah so it's uh you know it it also has some sort of uh issues for uh i think you know some change-ups and you know it's not tackiness is not good for every pitch and and it's just also disconcerting to see the, the offense just go down you know, precipitously. I don't know if that's whether due to the movement of the pitches or if the actual sticky ball, like if the ball sticks to the bat, you know, a little bit before it goes out and that reduces exit velocity. That would be, that would be unfortunate. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something they got to figure out because it's not a good look. You know, when you got a guy on the mound and the umpires come out and he's got to go get a glove or now they're telling him to wash his hands. Future Hall of Famer, 10-day suspension. I mean, it's just not a good look. I mean, figure it out. Control your – you know what? Control your equipment. This is your sport. Other sports do it. Control your equipment. If golf, which has the most equipment of any sport – I mean, it doesn't have more more than than hockey, but golf, the way – Everything is tested, and you have different different players using different manufactured clubs and balls. And, you know, I, I guess golf would be the only sport where the players control their own ball because you're using right. in baseball, football, the puck. I do, or- think, I do think there's another sport that might have a simmering issue that, that people don't think about. The gloves in football. Yeah, sticky gloves, and they are really sticky. Are they – are they really monitored? Do you think anybody puts extra stickiness on their glove? Are people using pine tar in in football? I have felt these gloves before, and they're super sticky. And if they were adding any sticky, it could be like a spray. Because you're not going to see – because those gloves, a lot of them are white. The, yeah. the, the, part, the palm part are white. So you white. can't put pine tar so if you did pine, But I don't know if pine tar – you want really kind of that tacky sticky – for uh-huh. if you because you want it you want it the ball to hit and it just sticks right and I know pine tar or they, they they talk about you know the stuff the Raiders used to use but I mean that sticky spray but the the gloves are already when you like shake a guy's hand you hear that and there's they're but already super sticky is it just that football doesn't care because well, they're, they're made by Nike who makes all the equipment for the NFL right and and, and makes great catches right those. Those like layout one-handed, you know, the ball's whistling by and the guy just grabs it with one hand. Like those are somewhat made possible by the equipment, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. Those gloves are super sticky. Now, could you make them stickier with ice spray? There's no doubt. But I maybe football just doesn't care. 
They're like, yeah, we want those highlight reel caches. You know, it's good it, for I business. The difference. It's the, good yeah, for, it's the, it's it's good good for business. business. The difference is that's pro <laughs> offense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's pro offense. Whereas in, in baseball, it's kind of pro defense. It's it, it's pro killing offense. That's in, what I'm saying. In yeah. baseball. That, that's yeah. That's kind of the problem. It's like we we're, we have this mixture of we kind of don't know what to do. It's like we want to limit the pitchers. And but then we want to change rules and like we don't want it to go crazy either way, because when it goes crazy the other way, it becomes just it becomes like pinball. All of a sudden you got scores that are 12 to 10. The numbers and are through the roof. That's like what we're our a little loss- close to that. I mean, it's it's getting a little close to that with the new rule changes. The we're back to almost 2019 when when the ball was super flying out and the offense was really high. The average game right now is is like a nine-run game, nine-and-a-half-run game. Yeah, you're hitting the overs almost every single night. Not that we talk gambling on yeah. this show. But, yeah. They're partners. I, I mean, we, partners. We, we don't want to see like what we see down in AAA with our Las Vegas team. The numbers, you don't know who's good pitcher, good hitters, because the environment, you can't really read it. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, and I, I think I don't know. It's a philosophical question what the ideal score is, but I don't think it's you know nine to seven. I, I like I like five to three. You know that's that's a that's a decent that's a decent. But but but, score. The, but but would you say that the scores getting out of control are mostly based off power? Yeah, I guess. But, you know, we have the shift rule, so there's more. You can rack up some hits. And I do think that – I think maybe you said this to me where, like, things can get out of control a little bit more with the pitch clock because you're just a, you're just a ball – you know, you don't have that chance to, to take a breath and, and walk around the mound. Get on the mound. Let's go. Speed it up. And when things start so, going haywire, right, just, just things start going, going haywire. I, I mean, we just saw it the other night with Trevor May when he was coming back from anxi- – And he's talked about that. Anxiety. And all of a sudden, he's, he's hitting France – Almost takes, almost hits him in the head. Then a couple of batters later, bang! He gets Suarez in the back, and you're like, "Oh my!" And he's talked about the clock. You, you get worried about that. And you look at yesterday. I don't know if you got to see yesterday's game. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. But uh, Waldachuk goes out, strikes out the side. It was oh, yeah. Jay. He looked, he looked like he was dealing. It was J. Rod Suarez and Kelnick, and then the next inning, the Just inning got out runs. of it got out of control so walks, fast. Walks, walks, yeah. And a lot has to do with the clock because it goes so fast. Before you know it, it's like you've given up five runs and you're coming out of the game. Yeah, yeah, no chance to kind of reset. I do like that. Maybe they should be have pitcher timeouts. I I, I like the fact that you got to. We make we make guys in the NBA get the ball across half court by a certain point. We make you shoot by a certain point. In the NFL, we make you snap. We make you snap the ball by a certain point. And I love how people go, are we going to use the clock in the playoffs in the World Series? Um, don't they have a clock in the Super Bowl, the most watched game that there is? <laughs> I mean, Tom Brady's always had to get that ball off by a certain point. So I do like that. It's like you go, you got to manage – you got to yeah. make if this is not just okay time out I get to have a breather. <sighs> <sighs> you can imagine just uh, a pitcher sitting down on the mound being like I need a second guys. Uh, just give me a second. He, does anybody have an orange in a juice box? I need a timeout here. <laughs> I mean, I think we're kind of realizing like how ridiculous it's been in baseball for the last 100 something years where we can just like everybody I just need to step off the mound and gather myself. <laughs> No, 
Let's go, buddy. We're playing the game. <laughs> By the way, speaking of old school, you had Trout catching guys in war, and you start talking about DiMaggio and Griffey. And I, I want to get a little love to the old guys because it's so easy now for the new guard to go, oh, DiMaggio didn't have to face all these pitchers. DiMaggio didn't have to face all these guys throwing his heart. Did I? And I go, okay, yeah, you're right. There's no doubt about that. But I made a great point to Cody, so I want to make it to you. Shohei Otani would not be Shohei Otani today. You want to know why? Hmm. Uh, his pitching career would have been over. Yeah, like Babe Ruth, they would have told him to stop pitching? No, he would have had a hurt elbow and couldn't pitch anymore. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. Ba- Tommy uh, John. Wait, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Babe Ruth had Tommy John? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, uh, do they have arthroscopic surgeries yeah, for right, knees? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did they have? Uh, so all these smart analytic guys who want to throw all the great yesteryear players under the bus, all these pitchers getting Tommy John, their careers would have been over because there was no Tommy John. All these guys having surgery on their shoulders would be gone because they didn't have that knees gone. Mickey Mantle had to play with the bad knees and the bad surgeries. So it's like, yeah. I mean, so when you're talking, oh, Mike Trout's way better than Joe DiMaggio. Mike Trout hasn't been able to stay all that healthy. So if you took Mike Trout without all the trainers and plyometrics and all the stuff around Mike Trout and put Mike Trout back with Joe DiMaggio uh, I'm not, and put and put Mike Trout in, in Yankee Stadium, which was horrible for a right-hand hitter, I'm just trying to be fair. I love Trout, but I'm just trying to be fair to Joe D also. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's this, you know, 24th on the career all-time war list is Cal Ripken. And, you know, in terms of uh, his batting line, 276, 340, 447, you know, that's not a Hall of Fame batting line by itself, right? And in terms of his defense, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't Ozzie Smith. He's in the hall because he posted, you know, he played 3,001 games, you know, only nine players played more games than him and he played them all in a row. <laughs> so yeah, like, that's crazy. You know, he showed up every day, man. You knew every day I got Cal. I got yeah. him every day. And, and I've always said, and I learned this working in the NFL, the best ability is availability. <laughs> yeah, like right. That. You, Albert Pujols, though, that's pretty cool. You, I didn't know that fifth most games of all time. You can tell me how great Buxton Byron is, but I never know when that guy's <laughs> going to play. And I can't even put him in the field now because I just—they're trying to get this guy just to play a hundred games. Yeah, terrific athlete. So I mean, there's something to be said about the yesteryear guys. I, yes, I think Trout's amazing. He's going to go down as one of the greats. But whenever he starts to like, oh, the yesteryear guys are like, um, those guys didn't travel by jets. Those guys had wool uniforms playing in. And and there's a lot of different things you can say about them. But what they had is nowhere near what the guys today have. And the guys today have a hard time staying healthy with all the technology and the surgeries and all the special advance, uh, advancements in what we look at from medical to procedures to everything. It's amazing what athletes have today that they didn't have in yesteryear. Just saying. Yeah. And well, you know, but one of the things that I really like also when I, when I look back at somebody, um, you know, is uh, something like Eckersley where uh, you like really show the ability to change, you know, and you just really step into a different part of your career and find a different way. Like, you know, Ricky, 
you know, didn't quite hit those 28, 30 homers in the, in the back end of his career, but he got on base like a maniac and still stole bases and still played good corner outfield defense, you know? So like, I really respect when somebody finds like a sort of second level, like Dennis Eckersley, you know, really good starter for a while. It started to peter out a little bit. Was injury a part of that? Like what was, what was the, the, the transition there for him? Like, um, you know, I don't know all the history, but he battled you know, some... addiction with alcohol. There was there was there was things that that went on beyond just physical. Yeah, he but he definitely went through. He needed something different to change his career. And then he was like a Hall of Fame closer. He had like two careers, you know, so uh, maybe not quite Hall of Fame starter, maybe not quite a Hall of Fame closer. But if you put them together, it's a Hall of Fame type career. And I just really I love that sort of growth mindset when somebody shows the ability to, you know, it shows that they care about baseball and they want to stick in it and they're willing to do anything to stay in it. And they're willing to continue to evolve and change and do what it takes to stay in baseball, as opposed to just sitting there and being like, nah, this is what I've always done. I'm just going to keep doing what I've always done. It's what impresses me about you so much to where you can go from hazy you can you can have ipas <laughs> you can switch to pils pilsner when it gets hot i mean they're, they're, oh they're, yeah it's real hard it's you, real tough your tough ability work. you're like a chameleon your ability to change throughout the years i mean most guys just go i drink one beer and this is it not you my friend you can change throughout the year i mean you'd be called a five tool guy in the beer yeah. world <laughs> i do a beer drinker that's me that's me right <laughs> yeah. You'd be you'd be on my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Thanks very much. Great stuff this week. Let's uh can we get the man can we can we get the greatness his uh go ahead. The Eno Saris show is sponsored by Fieldwork Brewing Company. With eight tap room locations in Northern California, Fieldwork brings you fresh craft beer direct from the source. Fieldwork will also ship beer direct to your door if you live in California. Visit fieldworkbrewing.com. By the way, Eno, uh, your kids are going to be going to college someday. We need to patent this ball with leather that we need to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, college would be like 100000 a year by the time they get I mean, there. but can you imagine that? Like, you sell this to Major League Baseball, you're, like, laughing at the athletic. Yeah, no. <laughs> you could be rich, my friend. We need to uh, we need to figure get, this one out. Get to get Dr. Meredith on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy, you take care. All right, thanks for having me. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.